When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard! Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the whiskey and seventy-five dollars for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger, I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is uh, one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests. Don't be flattered. But it's uh, Alexandra Daddario. Yay! Yay! Um, excuse me because I'm sweating profusely because we've been running around finishing the studio. But doesn't it look kind of nice? It looks really great. Yeah, right? Yeah, very professional. Yeah, very pro- very profosh. Very yes. profosh is what we say in the business. Um, uh, you asked to drink today. I said I wasn't going to, but since you're a violent you alcoholic. Sort of, you sort of offered. I did. I yeah, I did. did. When I looked up your podcast, I was like, oh my God, is this my excuse to drink whiskey in the middle at, of the day? at noon? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Cheers. Cheers. This is Mickner's. Great. Cheers. Um, it's, uh, it's delicious and Hi. it's good for you. Oh, okay. Are you going to go over the mic? Like this? <laughs> there you go. Mmm. Great. Is that good? It's so good. I like how you approved it with the camera. Great. <laughs> Um, first of all, I want to talk about a lot of stuff with you. Okay. Um, how we know each other, all sorts of jazz. Look at your cool shoes, though. I'm wearing very cool shoes. Show the cam so they can see what those they are. They have um, superheroes on them. Yeah, those are tight. They're yeah. mar- are they Marvel shoes? I can't really yes, tell. Yes, it's Marvel's. Official Vans it's, Marvel's. It's Marvel's. Um, they teamed up with Vans. Yeah. Yes, obviously. And yes. I, I don't know if they're still selling them, but they're they're super cool. Let's just pretend like they're super exclusive. Yeah, they made them just for me. Just for just for Alex, just for Hollywood people. So all you um, normal people don't get them. No, they probably have super access to them. I'm sure. Yeah, I think most anyone with you know a hundred bucks has access to these shoes. Not a lot of people have a hundred bucks these days. That's true. That's so, true. I am yes. You I want, am you, lucky. You one percenter. Oh God, <laughs> snowflakes. Snowflakes. So we know each other. Let's give people some background to a lot of different stuff. First of all, you're an extremely accomplished actress. A talented human sure. being. You don't think so? I, I Look, I'm pretty proud of myself. I would be yeah. if I was you. Let me put yes. myself in your shoes real fast. Okay. Can I have your shoes? Yeah, sure. Let, no. Let me put myself okay. in your shoes. You've done... How many How many films have you done? 50? No, 50. 50? I don't think 50. I've done a lot. I couldn't actually count it up. I'm, 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 I'm at that point where I've done so many, I don't know how many I've so done. So you've done a lot. But not, not 50. No. But like, uh, like how many next year? Two, three? I say three a year for you, right? Uh, lately I've been working. I mean, the thing that happened was that, you know, as an act, and I've been acting since I was a little kid. How old, when did you start acting? Like 10. I would go on like cute. commercial audition. I was very cute. What happened? And, yeah. Well, Lost well it I'll tell you. I Drugs was, and alcohol. <laughs> Um, I was not cute for a portion of time, you know, my awkward teenage years. And then I came out on the other side okay. But um, yeah, I mean, it's been a long 
road of not working and struggling and being like, is this even a career? Like, what is, you know, what am I doing? You you almost feel embarrassed to call yourself an actor because you're bartending or you're doing something else and people give you weird looks and sort of judge you. And then all of a sudden you're like years go by and you work and work and work. And then all of a sudden the last like two, three years I've been busy you're an, like now, I'm like you, a working actress yeah you're proud to say it now I yeah I mean it's it's very very cool but people don't know you are still bartending at the palm just for fun that's right that's just like a side I don't even know you. if I could get that job no. getting a bartending job in this town it's impossible is, is impossible it's easy to it's easier to get on a series it's that's easier to get a right. reoccurring role on something that's right it's easier to book a studio movie than <laughs> to get a bartending job in this town so um when you were 10, did your parents force you into it? Or did you, were you like, I want to do it? No, not at all. It was like totally accidental. I mean, I grew up in New York City and like, I think some, uh, my manager who was my long-term manager when I was a kid saw me in the audience at some play. I don't mm. know why I was, you know, one of these, you know, my parents just, just like would bring me to all kinds of stuff and give me all kinds of opportunities. You were cultured. That's right. Yeah. Did you grow up in the city of New York? Yeah, I grew up on the Upper East Side. My parents are lawyers. Dope. And so they were like, we want to give our kids all these different opportunities. Yeah. So one of the things they sent me to was acting lessons because this manager thought I was cute, wanted to send me out to, you know, commercial auditions. That's always so weird, by the way. When like a grown man is like, your daughter's cute. It was a woman. Oh, okay. Thank God. Yeah. So it, it wasn't as weird. Yeah, but but, it, but that's a thing in Hollywood all the time. Oh, totally. Where like these managers are like, where I was out at a restaurant. And some dude walked by to the couple next to us and they had a, like a little daughter. Yeah. And the guy was like, oh, I'm a talent agent and a model scout and your daughter's so cute. And it like made me nauseous as fuck. I was yeah, like, this is so gross. That's weird. Well, but here's what's really sad. He was kind of attractive. So I like, I kind of gave him a little bit of a pass because we do that. Like if right. he was ugly and weird. Right. Then you're like, fucking let's kill him. Right. But for some reason he was like kind of handsome and I was like. Maybe he's legit. I know well, that sounds so gross, but no. I mean, it's. I mean, it's like, it, is he being legit? Or I mean, you should sort of have like a female counterpart to go do those nowadays. Yeah, nowadays you, you gotta, have to. Yeah, you can't go over and be like, your ten-year-old daughter <laughs> is just gorgeous. Beautiful. Oh my god! Can I? Can I take a picture of her right now? Right. That's so gross. I'm going to need to take a series of photos to send to my agency for approval. Yeah. Uh, why are you posting them online? That's the agency. So when you were 10, you started acting, you were very cultured, but your parents are both lawyers. Did they meet in litigation? That's in my brain. They met in law school at Georgetown. Mm. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so I mean, the end of this boring story is basically that's how I, I took acting lessons and I was sent out and I auditioned until I booked work. What year did you move to LA? 2009. Here for good? Here for good, yeah. I moved in 2009 and, and you know, now it's... Do you miss New York? 10 years... Um, I do. Yes. I just came from there. Yeah. We were trying to do this earlier and I've just didn't come back from New York. You never came back. I never came back. You just stayed. That's right. What is, what is it that keeping what kept you in New York? Were you filming something? I was filming something in New York. And then once we wrapped, I just like could not bring myself to come back to Los Angeles. Cause you love New York so much. I just, I loved New York. I was like, just one of the great things about my job is that I work about half the year mm. and then the other half I don't have to work, which is crazy. That's so nice. People at home are so angry to hear that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm very, very lucky. So I can just be like, I'm going to hang out in New York and just run kick around it. and kick it That's for dope. two, three extra months. Um, and that was, that was, you know, 
cool and then I was ready to come back to LA. What 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 was the film that you were what were you shooting in New York? Can you I say? was shooting um it was a film called Can You Keep a Secret based on a Sophie Kinsella novel. Um, it's a romantic comedy with Tyler Hecklin, who's mm-hmm. a very handsome man from um, Teen Wolf and Everybody yeah. Wants Some and um, and Laverne Cox and a bunch of other great. Uh, can you keep a secret? I can. Should I tell you some stuff off air and see if you can keep it? Sure. Okay. It'll get back to you in like two days. Yeah, I'm like, Alex, what the fuck? I mean, I, I can keep a secret, but I will make the end judgment whether it's something that I really think I shouldn't tell or not. Are you a judgy person? Isn't that person? how we all do that? Yeah, yeah. but are and you like, a judgy person when someone tells you a secret? No, I don't think I'm judgmental. You just are, you're, you're, uh, you're deciding whether or not it's worth it to talk about. I'm like, about. I, you know what? You think that that secret's not worth me telling other people, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. So I'm going to go ahead and tell other people. Isn't that how everybody does that? Well, like no, everybody here, here, tells everybody, like they're like, I can tell this one person this yeah. secret. This, I trust this one person. When they said don't tell anyone, they didn't mean for me to not tell my you know, when they say do, when they say don't tell anybody, that means tell someone. Right. When they say please don't tell anybody, that means tell everyone you know. Right. And when they say I swear to God, this is just like only you can know this, that means fucking call a press outlet and tell everybody <laughs> on there. The more intense they are about not talking about it, that just means to me that they're like tell everyone. Like somebody right. just told me something in a bar a couple of nights ago, a friend about a, a friend of a friend that we both mutually know, and I'm not going to leak names because it's not my shit, but a Ooh. secret about. Uh, <laughs> someone from back homes pregnant from so-and-so and so-and-so. Right. But all they were doing was telling me because they wanted me to somehow get it back to the friend that we both mutually know. Oh, sure. It was very I was like, strategic. this is such a fucking strategy. Yeah, it was a chess move. Yeah. And I haven't until now. So, date, no. I let it loose. Um, but look, Just you, tell me you, and I'll tell everyone. I will. Uh, you you seem to be like you're going to keep it a secret, so I'll tell you. I've murdered 15 people in California Ooh, alone. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Just with my angst. You know what I mean? I make right. You, yeah. Just I'm nervous. Wow. My anxiety It's like a killed. superpower. Yeah. I'm just like, ah. people just die right away. Um, <laughs> so we met. This is, this is kind of wild. We met because we were going to do a movie together. It never ended up working out. We wrote this movie. We sat down. Um, you kind of wanted to do it. Lil Rel Howie kind of wanted to do it. And we couldn't get it off the ground. I couldn't believe it because I liked it so much. And I really wanted you in it because I thought you'd be perfect on it. But this blossomed from it. So I guess good things come from... Good things do. Yeah, I mean, it was that script was very funny. And can we talk about who was... No, we shouldn't talk about details of... I mean, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't okay, really. Let's I'm, not. I don't really hide anything from the viewers, but I really don't give a shit. I mean, unless it's. I'm not trying to slander anybody. Basically, it was just very funny. Yeah, it was a funny script. It was yes. good. It was a great. I like to say it was a desert. Uh, it was a desert based. Um, fantasy comedy about uh, best friends who employ you. Yes. And your superhero father, your right. your your super larger than life action star hero father to save the day, so to speak. Right. I wanted you to be this this uh, this this hero. You know, I, I wanted you to be a hero. In this I watched thing. some of his action movies. Pretty incredible. For the first time after meeting you. Yeah. Oh my God! It's crazy, right? Oh, it's so incredible. We can say who it was. I people can guess. I feel like it'll be the mystery of. Ooh, the this pod- this will be good. Yeah, who is it? Who is it? Yeah, it's um. Everyone yeah, I'm not going to say who it is. it is, but right, yeah, we wrote it. All I can say daughter. is that he never gets injured. No, yeah. There's really there's no competition. <laughs> no. There's none. No. That was something I was like, is he going to even? It's like Bruce Lee. How Bruce Lee kind of never got. Well, no, Bruce Lee did get fucked up actually. Now that I think about it, but it just. He was he, the, his he's films. Like he, he's very biggest, evasive. That's right. Yeah, he's very Extremely, evasive. Extremely, yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. let's talk a little bit of shit. How about that? Okay. 
what film have you done that you really didn't like? Um, <clears throat> Whether it was the film itself or the process or something else. Um, you know what? I've enjoyed. I mean, I've had some bad experiences on films, but I find that you always sort of find something. Oh God, I I I don't even know how to answer this question not politically correctly. Like, look, I wish I could be honest. I know nobody can anymore. I but I can't. Like actors, like we're not allowed to like say. See, but isn't this so? Isn't see this is this is like a good point I want to talk about. This is the reason that like comics now are opening up so much and talking shit about the truth. Really, kind of how like, you know, kind of how the Me Too movement was birthed that birth that people were like keeping secrets for so long. Yeah, but it was secrets that they shouldn't have kept. Right, kind of like when someone's a piece of shit on set or someone's an asshole, or someone's a, a torrential dick to work with, now more than ever, I, it will slowly continue, but like, people should be like, yo, you know what project sucked? This, because this guy's a fucking asshole and no one wants to talk about it. Right. But because of people our business, you blanket. Yeah, it's fucked up. And even, I mean, it's it's just like, you're not, you're not, uh, I mean, and the whole, you know, the Me Too thing is, you know, I get that feeling of like, I can't piss this person in a position of power off. They may have hit on me and made me uncomfortable on set, but that's not a crime. They didn't do anything. Well, that isn't a crime, but it depends on what level you take things to, right? Like, right. Like, at what point can you actually be like, this person's a dick, but like, is there really a point in, in you know, depending on what level it's at? Sure, it's like, sure, sure, sure. You sort of, you just sort of, it's a job and sometimes people aren't going to get along and people are dicks and you just have to sort of, there is sort of like, you don't want to, it's, it's hard to deal with the repercussions of speaking up. I mean, totally. I mean, that's why I think, that's why I say like comics, people are like, oh, aren't you afraid what you say? I'm like, this is the best for me because now I'm able to say it. And if they have anything to say about it, it's like, I'm a comedian. Our whole job is to mock things, talk shit about sensitive issues. Right. And people can get mad about it. But the point is somebody needs to be talking about it. And I feel like we're the only we're like the last orators that are allowed to kind of talk about shit. Right. Because musicians, actors, any live performer, they're 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 protecting themselves because they're protecting their brand. But our brand is somewhat honesty. I mean, so do you to feel like you you have not been able to you were you censor yourself more than you would I, have I last used to. year? I I used to. I used to censor myself a bunch, yeah. but like slowly but surely I've censored myself less and less and less. Because I'm becoming more confident and more, you know, I don't know, my career is going better. So I feel like in the sense of it's going better because I'm, I don't give a fuck as much about what somebody's going to say about me because I'm just telling my truth. That's my angle from it. Right. And if they don't like it, okay, you don't have to work with me. But there's a bunch of other people that will work with me because they probably do like it. You know what I mean? There's this old coin of like, you know, if nobody hates you, there's something wrong as a comic. Like if nobody hates you. If everyone's like, he's the best, it's like, mm, that's a little weird. Right. Everybody likes you. Right. So to have like a little bit of hate or backlash or I don't agree with what he says and I don't like that he says that stuff, that's kind of a positive thing because it's like, yeah, good. We should be that way. Like, I don't want to get too political, but my biggest beef with politics is like, if you're so far left or so far right, I don't like either of you. Right. That's my personal opinion. I think super leftists and super righties are obnoxious assholes because they're so staunch in their opinion. It's like, we should all be somewhere in the middle. Right. Like we should all be a little bit more of a mixed bag, less than this whole, uh, I stand by this regardless. It's like, that's a that's an insane idea. You wouldn't right. do that for anything else in your life. No, of course not. So I think that's, you know, that's that, that has transferred to a part of our business that's, you know, it causes a lot of problems, but it also is opening up more doors of truth, I guess. Maybe. Right. You know? Yep. Now that we're done being very serious, um, Let's talk about uh, 
Let's talk, let's talk about Hitler. No, <laughs> um, let's talk about something real serious. No, your you um you did you did a movie that I went to see in the theater called San Andreas. Sure. You're gonna do it again. Well, yeah. I mean, Dwayne's schedule's so busy. Dwayne is the Rock. People don't know that. That's I'm his sorry, room. The Rock. <laughs> For the uh, layman, they don't know. No, of Dwayne course. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So yeah, I mean, I know that that's on. Uh, line and everything that we're doing San Andreas too, but I have not heard officially one way or the other. Sure, that's how that's how it always. Works. I mean, you never know. I mean, I you can be attached to films and then the, it just never happened. So that's so weird to me, right? That somebody is. said that you are, but you're really not. Yeah, I mean, I am, but it's like, is the film gonna actually get made? You don't yeah. know. Is he too busy? Yeah, probably too busy is probably what you should have said. I mean, I think people can tell how I, I have. I can tell that he's very busy. Yeah, it's almost like, uh, was he a nice guy to you? He's extremely nice. You're gonna say yes no matter what. No, but I would, I mean, I, you know, I can, I I hate to, my least favorite thing is to go on a press junket and just be like, oh my God. I know, see that's the hardest thing. Everyone is so great. I love everything. When you just wanna, you know, like, you just wanna sit around and tell, the, I, I hate bullshitting. But uh, no, I'm not bullshitting. He's he's he's, cool. been, he's I mean, he's exact. I don't think he'd be able to be where he is if he wasn't in- incredibly cool. Did you get swole with him? Did you get jacked with him? I got swole. You got jacked. Did you work out with <laughs> with The Rock? Did you ever work out with him? I didn't work out with him. Uh, that'd be so fun to work out with him. Put I chains worked out on a neck. beach near him. Okay. <laughs> I mean, on Baywatch, we everyone, we were just constantly working out. Yeah. That constantly. seemed like everybody was... Did you eat food on the show? On I the ate a lot of food. You know what happened was I was on this... I was in the incredible shape. I've never looked better in my life. I did all these photo shoots. So now that's that's going to be around forever, which is right. great. So I don't have to so get now into that kind of shape again. Exactly. Fat. That's right. Yeah. But I, I got into incredible shape and like a week into shooting, I was just like, I can't... It'll last... Mm. And like a week into shooting, I just gave up. I was drinking, eating cheeseburgers. Living like a human being. That's right. Because it, it was just too much for me to, to keep up. Well, that's kind of like how I feel. Like I work out almost every day, but it's only so I can eat and drink and do what I want. Right. Like I don't ever want to have that Hollywood restriction that's like, I like, like I have friends that go to lunch with me and I'm like, you know, I'm not saying get like a grease pit of shit to eat for lunch, but like. We don't always, you don't always have to have a salad. Like you can also get a sandwich sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on, you know, look, I, I, I'm i pretty lucky in that I, I, You've always I been eat. thin. Yeah, I've always yeah. been, I mean, I, I was, have been in bad shape, but you know. Oh, we, you can, we know, we've seen. <laughs> no. I mean, obviously not. No. But like, I think Baywatch, you get obsessed and you're just like. And everybody around you is obsessed. And you're just, and the more obsessed everyone else is, the more you become obsessed and then you get sick of yourself. You get sick of everyone else yeah. being obsessed. and Like, like Efron was like, so it. cut up. He looked like a mannequin. It looked like it looked fake. He was so cut up. I mean, it's like I've he didn't drink seen, water for like a month and a half. I've never seen a human being look like that. No, I neither mean, have it's I. It's just not. It's not. It's it, not human. He is that diligent. Yeah. Of a. Yeah. Like when he gets focused on something, he's he's all in. Yeah. Yeah, he's a cool cat. I've I've run into him a few times. He's a really nice guy, and he's a very focused human being. Extremely. That's yes. a good word. Focused. Yes. And a nice guy, but also yes. very focused. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is just like all in where you're like, yeah, that's incredible. I don't know how you could like I've tried to get abs my whole life and I can only get the I can get the um, 
you know, the, the V. The lines. I can get the V. Yeah, that's like the sex trough. I don't know what you want to call that. That's like the, <laughs> whatever that is. That's like, yeah. a du- like a dustpan for, like the fuck dustpan. But I can't get abs. It's. I think it's just my Irish body doesn't do that. I don't think I'm allowed to have abs. Nobody in Ireland ever had fucking abs. I'll tell you, women, we don't really care about abs. Women do care about abs. Don't you no, say that. No, I, I think that's a, that is a male myth. I okay, really, so if a guy takes off talking, a shirt and was, he has, and he has a, 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 a a flat stomach with no abs, you th- you're you're just as attracted to that as a guy who had Zach's body. Yeah, I I was talking about this with a girlfriend of mine the other night. Like, I think met like the like women. We don't really care. We just we want to like get along with someone and like. I know, have them but be- the physical connection has to be there too. Yeah, but you can have a physical connection with a bad who, body. Yeah. Have you ever dated someone with a bad body? Yeah. Name them. No. <laughs> kidding <laughs> mike no, lowfield of of but not a bad body it's not a bad body i mean i it's not it's not bad it's just not like this conventional it's a like, normal guy's body yeah like i i don't think that like i think that that's way i mean maybe there are i know for, i mean i guess for me personally and my friend who i was talking to about it the other the other day like we don't care one way or the other. Right. Well, women are way less shallow when it comes to looks. Yeah. Well, oh, I certainly men are the most think men are, with looks. men are probably way into the flat stomach and well, the whole when you, thing. But, but as you get older, I think, as a, as a male, like as I've gotten older, you find certain schlubby things attractive. It's hard to describe. But like sometimes schlubbiness is hot. Like right. sometimes I like someone not trying so hard. Yeah, it's kind of hot. Like sometimes there's something really set. Well, especially because we are inundated in LA with like hot bodies. So like sometimes when I see like a someone that's like not not trying, but also like they're sh- they're shapely. You know, they're yeah. It's kind of sexy. Yeah, I know it is very sexy. What am I saying? It's very sexy. It's sexy because it's like. It's different Great. and it's honest and it's a little bit like ugh, fuck it, you right. know, not is, like fuck it, like you know, I, I got I have diabetes, fuck it, like you know, I'm just right, I'm sure. just you know living my life and like yeah, this is sucks, but I like beer sometimes and like that kind of thing is sexy. I think as you get older as a guy, when you're a young dude, you're like yeah, fucking hot chicks, dude, fucking fake. T-. I think dudes love that shit, and then you kind of right. grow a little bit out of that right that phase. Well, that's good to hear as I get older. As I enter my mid-30s. You're going to be fine. <laughs> I don't think you're going to enter that world of like... I mean... Although I would love to look back in 20 years mm-hmm. and ha- and you, that you've ballooned up. You know what I mean? <laughs> that you've gotten so fat and, uh, and you're like, Santino told me, guys are still going to love me now that I've given up. I mean, I can't feel my feet and I have, you know, psoriasis. Look, I mean, I'm into being healthy. Yeah. But I think like... You know, it almost feels like <clears throat> like I've gone through this like hot portion of my career you think it's over well no it's just like i feel like i was always like a nerdy kid and guys didn't want to date me which everyone rolls their eyes at they're like oh that's so annoying well here let me cut you off real fast though explain the nerdy thing because people always say oftentimes guys roll their eyes because some a girl goes i was a nerd i was it's like but what made you a nerd because when someone goes i was a nerd i like to read it's like yeah i hope so most people like to oh fuck. god what i don't made you a nerd you think? i just was i don't know i mean i'm still like like just awkward and like like i think you're a fucking huge nerd okay i think you're a dork great <laughs> i mean the people rude. who know me well they're like a little i basically i mean i don't know what really i just wasn't cool 
I wasn't Were like you an hot. outcast as a kid? I wasn't an outcast. I just like had like not like I was like in the like dork crowd, like cool kid. Like guys didn't want to date. Like I was just nerdy. Like what I, was your nerdiest thing? Like I like we had uniforms at my school, and like all the cool kids would roll their skirts up or have their mom like like not my you. skirt was like the one down below my knees, and I was wearing an ill-fitting shirt and my braces right. and like goofing around, telling dumb jokes and being too loud and like maybe you were cute but not not a you were just a cute dorky kid yeah i mean i sure sure i was cute but i mean i, <laughs> I don't, don't know, know. I'd, have to, I'd have to see i i'm sure i was like pretty adorable except when i was being super annoying but i think i think i yeah so i never had guys and then and then i and then i you know i got started doing movies and then i i you know i was sort of a struggling actress even after I did this big movie Percy Jackson and then and then I booked True Detective and then all of a sudden everyone was like she's the sexiest woman on earth and I was like that's cool though right I was like cool yeah that is what cool. is this about <laughs> like I felt like I couldn't live up to I thought it was a, a cool thing and doing did, did you not feel sexy prior to that no I mean I I I didn't have a real sense of of any of that no are you are you aware of it now or no is it still kind of something that you're far more aware of it i'm not uncomfortable with it i think it's cool and i think it does it i just i thought it was like this weird role that i got to play for Uh, for a couple years you're a great character actor playing someone attractive um when you take off your mask no i'm just saying like for it was just like like between baywatch and true detective it was just like very like like you know there were you know, it was just that was what I was known for. Totally. Do you do you want? Do, is there something in your career that's coming next that you're wanting to make a transition away from those kind of things? It's not that I'm actively trying to make a transition away. I'm really grateful to be working. I think if I can work in that, if I can play the like Baywatch role, I mean that's great for that's me. Fun. It's fun. It's fun. I think shit. it's cool. Um, I have just naturally started to do different kinds of stuff. Um, uh, there's a movie coming out called we have always lived in the castle that i did um These where are very, i play very ominous titles very of the ominous. films that you're doing it's surely can Jackson. you keep a secret yeah do you live in a castle yeah the I'm gnome runs the- underneath the bridge i don't know what's what's the next crazy long titled film <laughs> right the ominous portion yeah of that's my cool career. though what is this percy you said percy jackson no percy jackson was the first big film i did no no oh. we have always lived in the castle is this movie that's coming out that um where i'm like it's more of a character it's just I think a natural transition like I want to do more I want to do different kinds of stuff totally every actor says that what's your dream gig hosting the tonight show is what you say that's interesting (laughs) I wouldn't have picked you for that my dream gig I don't know I want to I I don't think I could do one thing like one reason why I've been terrified of television of network TV uh, it's yeah. not even like network TV is so great because it's consistency you're in one place you get paid well yeah. and you you know you have a job year after year it terrifies me because I'm terrified of doing one thing right the monotony might get to you yeah yeah no it is it is quite difficult actually like it, my dream situation is what i'm doing now is just jumping around film from to place film to, to film place to film. Yeah, yeah different thing to different now thing. do you take time to do indie shit or do you mainly focus on doing studio pictures i've been doing indie 
more independent films recently. L- lately, right? Because yeah. you did, you have done a lot of studio films. Yeah, I, I basically exclusively jumped into studio films. That's cool, Without though. even doing, yeah, I mean, yeah. I got very lucky. I've had a weird trajectory. Yeah, we've all been saying that. It's very weird. It's very weird. Well, there's no one way, I guess there's no one way to do it, right? So many people no. go f- from indie to studio and then maybe back to indie. I feel like that's a natural thing that I see often is like a lot of actors will we'll start something small and then they'll get a big film or an indie blew up and right. then they get big films and then someone some somewhere in their career they're like mm, I kind of want to do indie again. Yeah. Because indies are so cool. I mean, I think they're I think the reason that actors like them, the reason that like I've enjoyed doing the ones that I've done is cuz they're so much more personable. They feel more like it feels like there's more love there. Now granted, the money is way worse. The schedules are fucking insane nobody's pampering you. You know what I mean? You get pampered and it, you feel great when you do big shit because right. they treat you so well. Right. So you sacrifice all that stuff to kind of feel more low to the ground though. There is something nice about, you know, that's I, that's what I do for, for a living. Like comedy so dirt low to the ground that it like, I, that's why I think a lot of comics have a tough time if they do act transferring into studio shit because it's kind of tidy and tightened up and studio comedies aren't really loose anymore no no you know so that's really hard like when's the last time you saw an award show that had the comedy category and actually awarded a comedy i know it's true yeah they're like it's like fucking when uh the martian won like wasn't the martian a com- it was like a yeah and then um comedy fantasy the tourist they grouped as a comedy yeah, like what are you talking about i mean i think that studio films and there's something great about like the corporateness of it because sure. if you work on enough indies and you've there people running it don't know what they're doing then mm. you can really get you're like god can we get a lawyer or an accountant can we get a bottle or, of water would be nice can we get someone over yeah. here to sort of like monitor what's going on but then on the flip side a studio film can be so controlled and yeah. so lawyered up and so like having so much specific that I can imagine for a comedian who just wants to go off and have fun have fun that that's way too controlled well I think comedian's biggest beef is like the script is one way and this is something I'm going to ask you and I am going to pull I want to pull something tiny out of you like this but like yeah this isn't a negative thing yeah. right so I'll preface that but occasionally you'll read something and then when it's shooting script it's so much different that you're a little let down oh sure like, like, have you read a script that was so good that when you shot it, not that it wasn't good, it was just so different that you were like, man, I really like this iteration instead of the change. It hasn't been like that. It's been, it's been more, yeah, I mean, in, in its execution, I've had, um, I think that in its execution on a big film, and I've seen, look, I've had films, I mean, I know uh, Baywatch was like this, and so was Percy Jackson, some of the bigger films you get new pages in like sure. every single they change every day, day. Right. and sometimes they'll make a decision like we need to change the last third of this entire film um, and they'll ch- decide that during shooting so then you have a bunch of people just mm-hmm. panicking trying to figure out why did we do this change how do we hire these people and and they're trying to put something together that hasn't really been thought through we're in the middle of production everyone's exhausted you have a bunch of people in LA and we're wherever we are New Orleans and it's you just feel like you don't really even know what it is you're shooting you're just sort of a pawn you're a prop an expensive prop on this set and that's fine that's your job I mean I'm pretty I'm pretty like you know as an actor it's your job to you're hired to to perform a 
a task whether like, you like anyone it else, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. Like, unfortunately, you're a bit at the mercy of of the people in charge. And yeah. I think that I've I've been getting producer credits on a couple of my recent films, which allows me a little bit more control and a little more insight into how things. But really, no one really listens to you as as an actor. I mean, I think they they'll placate you, and it depends what position of power you're on on a set but the movie I'm referring to specifically where it was like we changed the last third of the entire film and you're just like okay like here I go like there's nothing I can say or you know did you enjoy it yeah was it it like painstaking to get through the end of it no I enjoy look I, I again I really have a very I am so grateful to be a working actress that I pretty much will lately I I really stand up for things if I see people doing things that are that not treating people with respect or not um not being professional or or really just not doing the right thing do you see that often um I've seen it a couple of times where you're just like, I think that we're forgetting that this is an office. Right. Like it's all fun and games because we're making a movie and that's, oh my God, we're making a movie and we're all very excited, but we don't know what, this is a business. There's a lot of money put into this. It's not all fun and games. Sure. Like um, you can't just sort of like piecemeal things together without really following the rules you can do that a little bit as long as everyone's on board but sometimes you see like a little bit of this is on more independent films totally i mean well Um, that happens all the time yeah indie uh, films are kind of just yeah you know you don't you like i showed up (laughs) you show up to an indie field sometimes you're like hey is there um is there an ad here that i can talk to and they're like not no I we don't, haven't we, seen him in a couple days we don't know maybe yeah <laughs> you're like where am i supposed to go and they're like you can hang out in the kitchen if you want for an hour and a half i mean that but that's one thing that happens oh, it's like fun. that's fun i like, think that's kind of right, fun yeah, yeah but i'm it. talking about like when people are just like as long as people sometimes don't treat each other with respect and well that's just, a just that's like, a common theme in our business right so um but you know I just sort of go along for the ride. You gotta like the yeah. if you if you try to control anything in this business, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. The only thing I think you can control is when you make your own product, and if it's all independently you. Yeah. Like you know, like this is great. Nobody can tell me shit. Right. I can do whatever I want. I can speak to who I want. Yeah. I get interesting people that I want to get great stories out of and talk about their lives and their career. And like, I don't have to worry about someone going, you know what we need to talk about with them? Like, I, I, lo- I love that it doesn't, that doesn't right. exist for me. Right. But that is kind of why comics, I think, do podcasts. I think that's why that's like a thing now because I, we need, I, like there needs to be more outlets for artists, creators, actors, musicians, whatever, to talk shit or speak their truth or talk about nothing at all. And it's still kind of nice instead of like, you really are kind of worried whenever you work on a job. Like I, I, I did a sitcom for ABC, and I remember them talking to us pretty diligently about s- making sure our Twitter was. And this is years ago. This is before how how angry everybody is now about everything. This is prior to Kevin Hart's <laughs> Twitter. But I mean, like they were just like, you know, checking your feet, and they wanted to make sure that you weren't saying anything that the mouse wouldn't like, you know. And it was like, right. It's so strange because you're like, I am who I am. But, but if you are going to separate the person and the artist, you're paying me when I'm doing your television show to be that thing. But when I'm done and it's my life and my world, I should be able to do what I want within reason. I'm not going to say like, you know, I'm not going to start hate groups online. But I mean, you know, you should be able to kind of be who you are. And I think there's a weird restrictive nature of the business that likes to keep you in this thing that's like, you know, you still are kind of a representation of 
Universal Studios. So you have to kind of do the. It's a little strange, right? Right. And o- only when you're old and you're living in Vegas or Palm Springs and the, you know, the guy from Variety comes out to interview you and you're smoking a cigarette. I can see you now on your patio and you're angry as shit. And you're talking shit about all the actors and I that can you say, are. I can say everything. Yeah. I can say all the secrets. Like, you know I who know. is a real bitch? You just go <laughs> off on tangents about who you hate. You know what film I hated the most? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. You know who I fucked one time? <laughs> That's I lo- I do love that when like old actors just let it all yeah, out. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I was fucking him. I denied yeah. it at the time, but yeah. Who, who was who was it was talking about? Uh, uh um, when uh, Richard Pryor was high, he blew. Who he blew someone or someone blew him? Oh my God! Why can't I think about this? Why, why my I brain don't is actually like, know this. Somebody story. That ju- somebody that just died, and he was like. He was like, yeah, Richard, Richard Pryor's like a. Uh, ex-wife like confirmed it it was like yeah he was doing all sorts of fucked up shit he was on coke he was on meth yeah. he was like fucked up it all comes out eventually yeah yeah we were all fucking him you're like you it was a gangbang you, you wish you could just tell those stories now but you can't you could you could <laughs> i guess it's at the risk of your future work you might get I you guess. know you might get shoehorned into shit that you don't like you know sure you may, maybe i mean maybe not maybe it's like uh let's talk about it so let's no we go to this deep dive about nasty shit you don't want aired can we edit out all this no we have to leave all of it in um so you you um you weren't thrust into it by anybody but yourself which is kind of interesting because uh i always think about that if you have kids you don't have kids i don't have kids if you have kids who i don't know if you do have kids uh if they said i want to be in the business what what would you oh my god I'd be like, no. I mean... You'd say no? I'm not sure. I, I would I would allow them to... Look, I think it would have to be approached the right way. I actually think, weirdly, it was approached for me the right way because I I did ultimately make the decision myself. Your I parents was, loved the arts, though. You were influenced by the arts when you were a kid, right? Yeah, I was definitely influenced by the arts. But I actually think it's more of like... I... I um, it was just something I was drawn to. I think emotionally, I think it was like cathartic. I sure. think I I think it uh, it just was something that I was drawn to for you know I love storytelling and all of that and reading and it just was something that I genuinely wanted to do and I could have done anything I really did have every opportunity on the planet to white do. privilege man that's I it's mean yeah I mean I you know I went to I really did have a ton of opportunity that's so, awesome though yeah it's great. But acting is what I you chose. chose. But I, I guess I just mean like you were surrounded by art and your parents were supportive of the arts. Like if they took you to Broadway as a kid and you yeah. saw that stuff, like that's what I mean. Like when you have a kid, and undoubtedly he or she will be influenced if you do have children yeah. around your life and your world. Yeah. So they'll go, you know, they'll know that that's a part of your life. There's a better chance than not that they'll be into it. Like it's m- just for a, me, such a tough life. It, it well for me it was whole. It was it's like the way I see it because I was on the outside like. Dude, my parents, the arts, like, pff, no. Like, going to see a movie was, like, the arts for my family. So, like, right. you know, like my dad's favorite sitcom was uh, Andy Griffith. You know, you that, sure? like, that's, like, all I knew. You right. know what I mean? Like, that's, my dad still watches westerns, and he, like, won't listen to music, you know, after 1964. So, like, there's just something about, like, I never was introduced to that world. Actually, I mean, until my mom took me to see Phantom of the Opera. And then I was like, I love this stuff. Yeah, I had a wow. poster of Andrew Lloyd Webber above my bed. You want to talk about a dork? You want to talk about That's dork shit? Great. I had an Andrew Lloyd Webber fucking fan with the opera poster. That's really. That's and I got obs- then I got obsessed with 
Which is funny because I don't like musicals. Yeah. Oh, I hate them. I, really? I know. Actors hate to hear that. I fucking hate I musicals. I love musicals. Uh, most people do. Most, actually, most actors love musicals. Yeah. I loathe them. Okay. But Phantom struck such a, such a chord because it was so dark. Yeah. And I love dark shit. So Phantom to me was, it's Batman, basically. It's, a, it's like, it's like, a, it's like a, a different iteration of Batman, different story. But I mean, it's this kind of dark hero, sexy, evil, also good thing that coexists and I really love that. How do you feel about Les Mis? <sighs> oh don't. everybody loves Les Mis. I liked it. Yeah. It okay, just, you liked it. Yeah so I did. I, okay. I but, but I think like the way people like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Maybe that I'm a contrarian and it bothers me. Yeah. When people are like, oh I loved it. It's like okay, okay I lo- sure it was fine. Like Hamilton. I've talked about this before. I don't give a fuck about Hamilton. I haven't seen Hamilton. I don't I hate I hate spoken word. I hate spoken word and I know that that's bigger than spoken word but like I don't need to hear about a man and the plant and the seat and the wall I just it's so fucking annoying to me I hate it well hey and I'm also doing that because so many people loved it so many people Hamilton oh my god the tickets are so hard to get it's like you know when there's a long line for a cheeseburger place and you're like you know there's another good cheeseburger down the street Right. What the fuck is so good about that cheeseburger? Yeah, it's mob mentality I hate that that's maybe what it is but I think Hamilton might be just objectively good maybe Says who? All right, all right. All the I critics. mean, everybody. Yes. <laughs> Every human ever loves it. I mean, it. I haven't seen it. I have a little bit of the same thing. I mean, that happened to me with Breaking Bad. By the time everyone's like, oh my God, you have to see it. Sure. Like I had already, it was too many seasons in and I was just so irritated from hearing everyone being like, you haven't seen it? Doesn't that annoy you when someone does that? Yeah. You haven't seen oh Stranger God. Things? Alex, you're an idiot. How can you be an actress? They get so mad at you for not seeing shit. What do you mean you haven't seen all the Oscar movies? <laughs> Please. You're an actress. This is your job. Half of the fucking, uh, half, the, half of the movies that were just up for nomination now, I didn't know any of those fucking films. Like the, like the Chuck Lorre film? What was yeah. that called? The Kaninsky Method? Oh, I don't know. I never saw that in my fucking I know. Movie. I've been bouncing around New York City. I haven't I never had heard time. Of that. Kaminsky, Kaminsky, Kaminsky Now Kaminsky I'm back method. in LA and I'm hearing about all the movies. And I... I know. But I'm bad. I don't watch any of that shit either. But that is annoying when someone says, what, how about this? Let's name what, what's the, what's the one that you haven't seen that culturally people get really angry at you about? Movie or TV show? Um, okay, well, The Godfather was one for a long time, but I just saw The Godfather. That two is kind weeks of annoying because that's such a good movie. Yeah, well, now I understand. <laughs> that's actually the one where I'm like, okay, everyone, I get it. I'm sorry. One, two, and three? I did. Well, I, I stopped in the middle of three. I mean, three. what happened? Three's very, very bad. Oh, my God. I mean, it was still, I looked it up, it was still nominated for Best Picture. I mean. Well, yeah, because of the, the lineage, you know what I mean? It's oh, like, my God. But two wasn't as bad as people talk about. I'm sick of people no, talking shit about great. two. No, two is great. A lot of people hate on it's two for It's different. You, you can tell that he was, he had a little bit, he was more confident. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, you can tell, it's all emotional. Like, the first one is so, and then the second one, you're like, he's like, fuck, yeah, he's got a little swagger. Well, sometimes you get, you Prince get. Prince Coppola was like. Riding fuck, pretty high on himself. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the film is fucking amazing. What TV series do people get mad about? Breaking Bad was the one. Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones. Hey, you know who's never seen an episode of Game of Thrones? You? Yeah. Oh, no way. Yes. Never going to watch it. You're the same as me. I'm never going to watch it. Yes. I mean, I'm never going to watch it. I have friends on Game of Thrones. I've seen, I've actually seen one episode. But I, um, I, it's obviously a great show, but it's just, it's just one of these things. Everyone, I'm just irritated. It's, it annoys me. It annoys I'm just, me. I'm just like, I. it's like my rebellious side. Everyone's yeah, like, we love Game of Thrones and my dog is named after one of the characters and I'm dressing so up as weird. the... the 
and oh my god the red wedding oh my god i don't know any of these terms that's what's so fun all i know is there's incest in it that's there's, all you know i mean i know dragons shit i know i know who the john snow i know there's who the names a lot are. of like s- sex stuff and and a uh, sex stuff so old mom <laughs> exactly is that sex stuff there's in a lot this of movie? sex stuff in this show i don't think you guys should be watching it isn't that funny though you find out your parents are freakier than you thought though when you're when you're a kid like sharing kind of talking about sexual stuff or whatever and then you get older and you find it like they're just you they just were more quiet about it you know what i mean yeah um, they're more private i guess you should say. i guess yeah i mean my parents are my parents are divorced and my mom's like wanting to start dating and the other day she was like I don't know. I mean, these, you know, my mom's 68. She's, oh, cause she's going to kill me if I, but whatever. I Go mean, for she's it. She's going to kill me. So what? Poor mom, she's like, I don't know. Like I need to start dating, but like, I just can't imagine having sex with a 70 year old man. And you're like, and you're like me neither, mom. That sounds gross. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, wow. It's like, she's starting to date in her late 60s. When did they get a divorce? Like, a couple years ago. Congratulations. Yeah, exactly. Huge. Exactly. My parents got divorced when, when, before I was one, so the pain didn't hit me. Like friends that I have that got divorced when they were like seven. Yeah. And they're like ruined forever. Yeah. Like I have those friends. But for me, my parents split when I, before. I think right before I was one year old. So it, 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 it doesn't That's have the same great. thing I me. actually, I think that I'm a big believer in divorce. <laughs> I mean, I think nice. if you get married and it's not working out, get divorced. Yeah, There's no reason to, to stay. I Like, I think that's... How long were they married for? Oh, God, a long time. Did they do uh, they own, did they write their own divorce papers? Their lawyers? No. It'd be so great if they were divorce attorneys, both of them. No, they're not both their divorce <laughs> attorneys. Um, but they, I think they, I think that you know, getting divorced when you see that it's the relationship's over is better for the kids. Well, yeah. Um, but it also helps when the kids are older, right? Like you're older now, it's yeah. easier than. I think it is hard. Like I have a buddy that's getting divorced right now, and his kids are nine and twelve. Yeah. And that fucking That's sucks. hard for the yes. kids. Yeah. I mean, the 12 year old's a boy, so like, you know, he'll take it out on football or something, you know? Right. But the nine year old girl, it's just a weird, awkward, unfortunate time. I think for her, like. Well, it'll just set her up for, you know, years of dating terrible men. And She's already pregnant. <laughs> she's, already, <laughs> she's, already, she's already made some bad mistakes. She's now um, going to repeat her mistakes over and over and over. Don't we all? No, I think I look, I think kids go through tough stuff either way. I mean, it is tough, but like you're going to be bullied or you're going to get heartbroken. You're going to, I hope so. Have, you're going to have all kinds of stuff happen to you. It's all going to be tough. It's all going to be hard and we're all going to turn out all right. Or we won't like, I mean, or we won't or we won't. And then fucking sorry. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I mean, that's a little bit like, I just think, I just think kids go through all kinds of tough, stuff yeah and and they just have to it's deal with better it. to get divorced than to be fighting constantly that's tough too that's way worse uh, yeah but so most of the time secrets are kept secrets like can i like I, I know a crazy big can you keep a secret coming out next fall no. <laughs> that's right we'll just keep it sounds like a tv show can you keep a secret like a well, game show a, like steve harvey it does yeah can you keep a secret i can just hear steve harvey going into can you keep a secret he tells one person in the audience and they have to see if they can keep it for the whole show without telling anybody and they win a certain amount of money. But it's like such a good secret. Yeah, it's so... They, ha- oh they, God, they have, I have to tell. have to tell somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, part of the deal is you have to tell one person. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to make that show. We'll sell that show. Can you keep a secret? Great. Great. We'll call Steve Harvey. Can You, you can't get a hold of him. He's very busy. Him and The Rock are the two busiest people in the world. Steve Harvey does like nine TV shows. You're right. He is very busy. 
Him and like Ryan Seacrest. Him, Seacrest, The Rock, Oprah, Ellen. There's Oprah's like this, chilled out though, I feel. Only publicly. But you got to know behind closed doors she's doing a thousand you're things. You're right, yeah. She's a machine. Right. You're right. Like who makes a magazine and puts themselves on every cover has time to take that many pictures. That's an insane amount of photos. She's on every cover. Well, do you think they just kept changing shirts and just did one photo No, because sometimes they're in the garden. I see when I'm at the grocery store. Sometimes they're like, she's in a garden. Sometimes she's like on a boat. Sometimes she's at like on a rooftop of a house. Like it's all different places. Right. Maybe they just helicopter her around. <laughs> just taking photos of her all day long. Yeah, they just, That's they, literally, she's like, yeah. all right, it's time for my 9 a.m. photograph. And I do this for three hours and then finally I get to go take a bath overlooking Montecito or whatever. That's wherever right. Heaven that she lives. Ugh. Wouldn't it be nice? It would be nice to have that kind of money. To go away, away? Yes. Yeah. I think about that all the time. Yeah. Because I like LA. Just retire. But I just would like to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Santa Barbara to me is kind of one of those places where I think I might retire. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's close enough, but far enough. You can get like a little farm. You can get like some pigs and some goats and some chickens. Pigs, goats, chickens. A little cow. I'd get one cow. You can get one cow. Can't get more than one. No. And what about a horse? Then they team up. Did you grow up riding horses? No. No? No. My, my mom would never have You're like have porcelain skin, you know, and porcelain skin girls always seem like they rode horses. Mm. When I was a kid, like every porcelain skin girl I knew rode horses. My sister actually rode horses. Is she like, does she look like you? Yeah. She have smooth white she skin? She has smooth porcelain skin. Horse girl. Every, t- every girl in school that I knew that was like pretty and had porcelain skin... I was like, she rides a horse. Yeah. I, no, my mom was like way too scared to allow me to ride a horse, I think. Smart. That's yeah. an insane idea to get on that animal. Yeah, she didn't want her kid on a horse. When I see cops on horses, I'm like, we have cars. Yeah. Why do we still I mean, do that? Yeah, well, I mean, let and horses are like, you know, let them go run around in the fields. Yeah, I never understood that. I get, I, like, I'm not a big animal rights activist. I mean, I be, I'm not, I'm not obviously the other way, but like, I, something about the horse thing bothers me so much when I see people on horses I'm like what the fuck are I mean, you doing f- on that thing I feel like it just adds an extra like hurdle to actually stopping crime like you cop, have to like yeah. you have to like figure you have to make sure your horse is calm you have to get off the horse also, make sure the if, horse is not gonna run away that everything's yeah. I mean I make one cut and the horse can't keep right, up right like you have to like worry about the horse when you're actually trying to you know keep keep it keep keep crime keep your bay. city yeah keep crime at bay keep your city safe <laughs> That's what I'm going to write us. I'll write us a cop horse, uh, horse on, horses on cop film. Will you do that yeah. with me? Yeah, and then the, the lead character, the cop, he, he like, they assign him his horse, but his horse is like not that well behaved. Right. And he's like, guys, I really, I can't. I see it now. I, I need a different horse. And they're like, that's your horse, officer. <laughs> that's Officer Smith, he's that's like, your horse. Oh, Deal God. with it. And then it's just him and this horse going yeah. on their shenanigans. And the horse is constantly getting him into trouble. I love this. You're a straight-laced cop. Your horse is wackadoo nuts. It, it's putting the cop buddy comedy on its head by making one of them a horse. Yeah. he. You, I love that you keep looking. He's, he's, he's making sure we're okay. Okay. He has to do that. This It's for legal reasons. Okay. I, he keeps... There's a guy you guys don't see that's like <laughs> he's constantly sure that, yeah. coming to the... Every time he comes in, I'm like, is it over now? Is he telling me no, we no, have he to stop? No. He's like signaling we have he doesn't to stop? Know. I'm, I, I control it. You're, got he's it. making sure the camera's still good. Got it. Which is so funny though. People who do that every time he comes in the door and they're like, he, he like pokes yes. his cute little head, you know? Yeah. He's very cute though. He's very sweet. Very cute. He's foldable. You know, I, I carry him with me. That's I can, nice. Yeah, I fold him in half and I can throw him right on my back. That's great. 186 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Do people give you weird looks when you walk around like that? They shouldn't. 
No. This is America. That's right. I should be able to do whatever I want. If I'm going to carry a nice If I'm going to carry a grown man, man on my back. Yeah, I should be able to, people right? People better not judge me for it. But they will, but they shouldn't. Mm. They will, but they should not do that. That's you know? right. No more judgment. Let's say, it, let's say it like that. So let's talk about this. You voted for Trump, and many people know that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see this picture of fucking Trump feeding the Clemson football team? Do you know anything about this? No, I don't. It's hilarious. So Trump fed the Clemson national champion football, uh, college football team. He had him over at the White House to have um, junk food. He literally bought like a thousand cheeseburgers, 900 fries. Oh, I did. Yeah. I saw a New Yorker cartoon making fun of this and I didn't understand the cartoon. The New Yorker yeah. making fun of him? It was a New <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, wow, we can talk politics. Let me see. No, no, we I don't mean, need what to. What do I even say? We I don't mean, need to. I just think it's crazy that he let that look, he fed I, all these kids shit food and you're like. I mean, I, I think what's going on in politics is just so remarkable to me i mean it's like and we're all becoming desensitized to nonsense which yeah. i think can be good in some ways but kind of. like a little bit too much i mean the desensitizing of like of serious of shit the people yeah i mean yeah. i i uh it's so baffling to me and it's kind of, that I, I'm like spe- I'm rendered speechless sure. on a daily basis. You should be, and nowadays too, especially in like an our in our game in our business is like nobody really wants to talk about it. People like to talk shit online, but nobody really wants to talk about it. But I but I think it's just like it's so. The whole thing is so fucked up. Like Twitter has become this political pundit space where like people used to think we're like just fun or funny or cool are now like on this rant all the time about Trump and all this shit. And you're like, man, I wish Twitter was fun. Twitter used to be like so fun. And now yeah. every time I open it up, it's so sad. Like everything is like global warming, shit about Trump, shit about politics, something negative that's going on. I'm just like, oh my God. I mean, it's remarkable how much the world's changed in 10 years. And when we just think about how we're all interacting and obsessing and and the way that we socially interact. And like, I have all kinds of thoughts on, you know, how phones are you know, really fucking up our heads in ways totally. that we really don't understand. And plenty of other people do too. And there's been plenty of articles written about it, but like the, 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 just the constant communication we have and the constantly being available and, and, um, and being able to voice our opinions and discuss them immediately with other people. I'm not so sure that it's that good. healthy for yeah. us at a certain point. I no, feel myself shutting down or being really focused on, you know, and I have all these relationships with people who I care about, but who I'm not seeing face to face. Right. And that's why I set this up, by the way. Yeah. Because I knew you wanted to say hi to me face to face. Yeah, we, yes. It was like, time. I really miss him. I really want to see him face to face. But yeah, I mean, it can't be good to be on Twitter and just like, like obsessing over politics yeah. constantly. It's but negative. what else are we going to do? I mean, yeah, the whole fun. thing is so, so. It's fun to get involved. It's fun to get involved though because it's something to do. You know what I mean? It's something that like fills your day with shit. It's just water cooler talk that you didn't get from the news last night. Yeah. Like that was the the generation before us. It was just like what you saw on the news or read in the paper. That became water cooler talk. Now Twitter is water cooler talk. Yeah. What's the new conversation? Right. Let me skip sideways though. What I wanted to ask you about the Trump stuff is what is your favorite fast food? Because he had all this cool fast food out. Um, I want to know what your go-to is. What's your sneak I don't eat a lot of fast food. Yeah, but you got to have one. I like McDonald's chicken McNuggets and I do like Jack in the Box. Although I'll be honest, I haven't. I'm basing that off of one drunken meal I had six years ago. Wow. 
Um, Last time you had fast food was how long ago? Do you think? No, I had I had McDonald's. I went to Japan to shoot a film at the end of not 2018, 2017, which is now two years ago. Nuts. Nuts. Um, and like in adjusting to the food in Tokyo, I I just didn't adjust. No. Well, at first. Oh, I love um, I love their food. Yeah, no, the food is amazing. I just was working so much that like I was grabbing to like it just wasn't. So I just ate chicken nuggets like, in, in Japan every yeah every night. For, and they're cuter over there for some reason. The Japanese chicken nuggets they're tiny. They're better and they're better. <laughs> they're they're better. just better. <laughs> they really are better. Yeah. I had fast food in Japan once because okay. I was on the, I was on the run. Yes. What kind of food? It was breakfast. It was like fast food breakfast. Yeah. Um, not like a traditional, not like a McDonald's, but it was like a fast food to go breakfast type of thing. Right. And it was t- terrible. Well, that's what we had every day on set. Was it was like every American day. fast food type of shit. And I was like, this is, t- this is terrible. Oh, mine, the Japanese fast food stuff is like rice wrapped in seaweed and like a, An like a, a miso egg. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'd have for breakfast. Nah. And it would just be to sustain me. See, I like, like, like when I was like the, I would just, if I could, I would wait to get noodles or sushi or yeah or hey i love goiza yeah yeah oh oh, and and i love um oh yeah goiza goiza i went to this goiza place dumplings dumplings yeah and they give you a bag with all sorts of fun stuff mixed in there and then you put them in yourself and mix it yourself oh that's and so so it's so cute like walking around the street with your little bag of goiza and you're and i was so happy i was like a child yeah it was so nice i never got to do that oh there's a couple of places that do it um, I mean, a couple of places that do it that I knew when I was staying in uh, Shinjuku. Yeah. Yeah. Shinjuku. Uh, Shinju- Shinjuku. Shinjuku. Yeah. Shinjuku. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking about the train stop. Shinjuku. The way they say it. That's right. Yeah. And they had it right around the neighborhood and it was uh, beer loves goiza and you would get be- get a little bit of, you know, pint of beer and then you'd get your little bag of goiza and walk around in the street. Next time I go. Japan's the illest. I fucking Oh my God. I love, love Japan. I can't talk about it good enough. It's like no, of all the places I've it. been, that's the spot where I'm like... I had yeah. some magical times in Japan. Did you go up north or were you just in Tokyo? I was in Tokyo um, only for this film, but I had been on vacation like a year prior and I went to uh, Osaka, Kyoto, and Hiroshima. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's it's awesome. It's a great place. Yeah, it is. It's re- really, really cool. You know it's an island? Can you believe that? I know. Isn't that nuts? Yes. <laughs> It's nuts. I love when people say that to me when they, tell, when, they, <laughs> when they give me something obvious, when they're like, you know it's an island. I'm like, yeah. Definitely. What do you, why, yeah, of course. Of course. What do you mean? Whoa. Well, it's like out on its own. Isn't that crazy? Doesn't that feel weird that you're like out on, like out in the middle of nowhere? You're like, I, not really. I mean, if I got to go, I got to go. Like I, I have that perspective now. I used to get scared of like traveling mm-hmm. and now someone's like, that's so remote. It's so like in the middle of no. Isn't that crazy? I'm like, hey, dude, if I go then, I guess I go. Fuck it. Yeah. I'd rather go. I'd rather die in Bali mm. on vacation mm. than hit by a car on La Brea, you know? Like, fuck it. Sure. I'd, like, if I'm going to go, like, I'd rather go in some weird exotic way. They're like, he died of the, a hurricane swept through Indonesia and he died. It's like, that's yeah. terrible, but also like, I don't know. He right. was out there doing his thing. That's kind of fun. Right. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. It's good to be you adventurous. Wanna, you don't want to die near you, home. You don't want to be afraid. Yeah. You have to seize the day and go do things. <laughs> exactly. Even if there's the risk of death. Uh, yeah. I think it's the risk of death is way more fun. That's right. I think it's except way, for I, skydiving. I, I'm not doing that. I shit. don't. That's I don't that's have foolish. that much. That's foolish. That's a foolish decision. Mm-hmm. 
Or squirrel suits. You know the squirrel suits? Have you seen people do that? Yeah, it's the dumbest. I mean, are you really enjoying flight that much? It might be that. It might be that good, though. I just don't. I'm, I'll never know. I would prefer to just watch. I get as much of a thrill watching 90 Day Fiance on the couch. I just talked to someone about that for hours. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things on earth. Oh. It's just so sad. No one else likes it because they say it's too sad. It's sad, but that's kind of why I like it. I know. I think I'm a sick, twisted human being. I, everyone's like, I can't watch this. It's too sad. I can. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm fascinated by yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I think there's only one couple that's that's like actually in love. Which guy, one? With a, with a Russian girl who has the baby. They had a baby and he went Oh, I'm to, not. I, I haven't. I, I don't know that, I don't blow up that couple. I'm sorry. I don't want to blow up your spot. I know. I know. I need to get caught up. I, I've been like watching YouTube videos of Colt and Larissa. Yeah. That looks disturbing. The Vegas couple. Colt is Vegas. He lives with his mom. Yeah, that's right. Very, very sad. But like on FISA was my jam for a while. Totally. Totally. I mean, come on on FISA. Come on. I mean, come on. Come on. On. I mean the two of you. <laughs> it's just like it's a great show. It's a great. Show. I like. I like. For um, people who don't know, it's p- Americans who meet someone from a foreign country either online or while they're on vacation, and then they always online, right? Almost always online, and then they bring them over for a ninety-day fiance visa to America, and and you know it's like obviously the majority of the time these people are looking for they want to become an American citizen. Yeah. But the American just is in complete denial. See, I don't know if it's denial or if it's acceptance that this is their... Reality. Reality. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I've certainly done that in relationships before. I'm like, this is not great, but it's easier than... It'll do. It'll do. Yeah. Like, you've. Have, what's the longest you've been in a relationship that you didn't want to be in? Oh, God. Years. You went. You stayed years in something you didn't want to be in. I was in a long-term relationship where I stayed. I probably stayed two years longer than I wanted. How long was it in total? Six. Six years of of four good and two sad. Yeah. That's a long fucking time to be yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really know how to get out of it. And then I've done like a couple months here or there, but I'm I'm always willing to give things a chance. You give everybody a chance. <laughs> Everyone I'm that comes just, knocking, you're like, come on in, we'll figure well, it out. Well, I think it's par- partially my career. It's like, you know, sometimes I'll be like, I don't know that this is going to work out. Like, right. am I going to have children at any point? And then, you know, you go away for three months to do a film. You're like, I can't deal with this right now. Right. Do you do you, um, do you you want to have kids? Is that something on your doctor? Yeah, yeah, I would like to have kids. I think it would have to be with the right person in the right situation. I'm See, not I just think it should be with the wrong person. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I could just like go get pregnant and just sort of do figure it out. It out but do it i'm not sure that do it just sure. fucking wing it uh, just wing it it's just, just a life happens. it's just a life no you yeah. do you do want to eventually though right i would like to yes would you would there ever be a scenario where you could meet a guy in 90 days and fall in love with him like that show do you really think that could happen um could you I, be swept i'm off sure your feet? sure i could fall in love in 90 days but that doesn't mean that you know that's a long term right you know, long-term viability, you got to go through some tough stuff together. You have to go through shit first. You have to go through shit together. You have to get through stuff. You have to get to really know each other. You have to like really like see your own resiliency. There's like, I think men sometimes get freaked out if something bad happens, Mm -hmm. but I like bad. I mean, you know, it's like as long as no one's like, 
like throwing shit against the wall or screaming at each other, which I don't believe in. I think that that if there's a disagreement or like especially with long distance, which I deal with a lot, like an argument or a little bit of stress, like if you can get through that, like I think you come out on the other side better. Yeah. What's but the sh- I think what's it, the shortest relationship you've been in? Uh oh, I've dated people for a couple months. You Nothing. know, what, what, but then it's not really a relationship. What about I like guess, a week? Is that been a guy that you had a? Did you have like a like a, a fling, fling for a week? For a week, and then you never talked to him ever again. Um, no. I mean, I've I've no. I mean, I've dated people for like twice. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but never one of those like I always I, that I romanticize no, my, about those moments my, that people have. My very romantic, intense uh, encounters have usually we've been like. All right, let's do this. It's gonna work out. We're so in love, and, and it then, didn't. Well, then you see that there's real problems. Like totally. you see, like okay, we might be in love and have all of that chemistry and really get along, but it's like, is this really practical? No, no. Yeah, probably not. Long distance is your typical thing, though. Long distance. Yeah. Are you in long distance now? Um, sort of. Yeah. I mean, I. I uh, I'm dating now, um, but I don't have a boyfriend. But um, but the long distance just makes it hard to build. Totally, and it makes it hard to when there is a problem to um, really deal with it head on. And uh, I think um, I think you know at least the men that I for whatever reason choose to date. There's like a the long distance thing does not Mm-mm. suit. Yeah, I don't I'm, know that I'm, it suits anybody though. No, I don't think it. I don't think it does. I mean, I'm currently um, I'm married to a woman that lives in in Alaska, and I never see her, so it's kind of working out. Is that true? You no. That's not true. No, nope. I didn't think nope. that was does true. Does not live in Alaska. That's insane. Yeah, that would be I, a crazy thing. Yeah, no, my wife lives in, in Russia and I see her once every nine years. Look, and it's, been it's good. nice that you guys are so committed to each other. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool, to be honest with you. For me, I kind of like the idea of like, let's just get married and then we're, the long distance is part of our lives. Let's just sort of like not make it a thing. Yeah, if you can. If you can. That's but a hard it thing to never, do. It never, never, it's always Yeah, you rely on each other too much. Yeah. But you're an independent woman, and it's 2019, you're going to do whatever you want. Becoming less independent with every year. Good. Let's keep when someone near younger, you When I was younger, I was like, I'm going to be this independent woman. I'm going to make my own money. Uh-huh. I don't need anybody. <laughs> I'm going to be successful on my own. That's the only way to survive as a woman in, mm-hmm. this, in this world of patriarchy where men are all terrible. Is yeah. You have to pull yourself up and yeah. I'm not taking money or anything from uh-uh. anybody. And now I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah, it'd be now nice I'm to get like, some help. Yeah, I'd like to get some help. I, yeah. I would like some financial and emotional assistance. Yeah. Like, I'm, I've done it on my own now. I've proven that to myself. And now I'm prepared to have somebody just come and help me with everything. Turns out it's nice to have somebody. That's correct. Well, that's good. Yes. We're gonna. We're, you know what? This is actually a dating and a, a live dating video. We're, uh, we're taking requests now, so we'll send you all the emails. DM me. Yeah. <laughs> Open that door of nonsense. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, you said it. Um, do you want to plug anything right now? We're gonna wrap up sadly, but do you want to plug anything um, that you have coming out that you want people to watch? I don't have anything to plug that's coming out immediately. Um, later this year, I have a couple films coming out. Cool. I think everyone should keep track of them. I really, we have always lived in the castle is excellent. 
Um, we have always lived in the castle. We have always lived in the castle based on a Shirley Jackson novel, which I also recommend. Read. We Summon the Darkness is a film that will come out. And Can You Keep a Secret? All very ominous. All very ominous titles. Very ominous. Well, I love it. I love it. I'm going to see them. I'll see all three of them. Great. In a row. I'll buy one ticket, though, and I'm going to go. I'm going to movie hop. How dare you? Yeah, that's that's what we do. Movie fraud. I movie hop. That's what I do. No, not anymore, sadly. But when I was a kid, my parents and I would movie hop. Yeah. It's like one of the coolest things in the world to do with mom and dad. No, I think I think that, yeah. Movie hop, baby. I've never done that with my parents. Yeah, my parents are I'm going to do it with rebels. my children. Yeah, you should. When I when I go out and get knocked up on my own independently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with a guy that you'll never talk to ever That's again. That's right. That's what we're learning. Yeah. All right, great. Thank you so great. much. I'm glad you came. Thank Seriously, you for having awesome. me. Um, for me... Go, uh, this weekend I'm in San Antonio. Go see me in San Antonio. Uh, go to andrewsantino.com for all that jazz. Alex Daddario at, at Alexander Daddario on Twitter and all that on shit? On Twitter, it's A.A. Daddario. A.A. Daddario. And on Instagram, you're... It's Alexander Daddario. Yeah, don't DM her. Get the fuck out of here with DM that nasty... DM me. Oh, boy. But make sure you're nice. Be a gentleman. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard! Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the whiskey and seventy-five dollars for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger, I like gingers.